Liverpool Leslie Hour, helping people tell their stories. And now, your host, Paul Leslie. Hey, it's me. Welcome to the Paul Leslie Hour. And on this episode, I'm presenting a rare Christmas-oriented interview. I think I can count on one hand the number of interviews that I have done that involved Christmas music. And I was going through the archives, which are vast, I must add. So much stuff is just waiting to be digitized and come out. I found this interview, which was recorded at a church, Smoke Rise Baptist Church, and Peter Mayer was doing his Stars and Promises, his annual Christmas tour. And I did this interview with Mark Holland, who is a Native American flute player. An incredible artist, has made some very beautiful recordings. And this interview mostly focused on his album called Greatest Gift. I believe this interview was done in 2008. I hope you enjoy. Merry Christmas. Enjoy, and if you like the interview, check out his music, autumnschild.com. Today we are joined with Mr. Mark Holland to talk about Greatest Gift, Autumn's Child Christmas Album. I was wondering how you got the idea, given your background in this type of music, to do a Christmas album. Well, I actually wanted to do a Christmas album as early as like 1999. But when Jim and uh, Peter Mayer approached me to be a part of Stars and Promises tour, kind of put that on the back burner for a while. And time went by, and you know, I'd play at places at different art festivals and music festivals, and people would ask me, "Do you have a Christmas album?" And uh, I said, "Not yet." So uh, the timing was just, you know, appropriate to do it. So that's how that came about. And the world music feel is something that that I've always been interested in. The idea of uh, fusing different musical elements from uh, using different instruments from around the world and different styles of music. I guess why Autumn's Child, my group, has been called Global Chamber Music because it's kind of a hybrid of uh, classical jazz, folk, and world music. So I was also influenced by a, a Christmas album that came out called A Nomad Christmas. It was on the record label Nomad, and that was a, a highly world music album. Obviously way different from uh, the way that I approach music and stuff. So um, I guess that was the only one that I had heard that had somewhat of a world music feel for a Christmas album. That's the thing about the Native American flute. We featured a couple of other artists like Bill Miller. Yeah. It's such a beautiful sound. Mm. I was wondering how you discovered the Native American flute. I played concert flute uh, since 75 and then various other instruments uh, in the flute family, but I was looking for the Native American flute and around 1994, early 95, I came across the Native flute finally. Played it for the first time, and that was it. I was taken taken with it and fell in love with it. It was actually at a concert where a flute maker was doing the concert, and he had some of his flutes there, and, and uh, so I was able to play one, and, and that was it. <laughs> Undescribable connection. Fell in love with it right away. Yep, that was it. Hooked. The title of the album is Greatest Gift, and it's a simple title, but it has a lot of meaning to it, and it's also the name of the title track of the album, of course, Greatest right. Gift. So tell us about the inspiration behind that song. It's all based on the idea of what Christmas, the main theme is, is the birth of Jesus. And the greatest gift in the Bible, it says that 
the gift of a God is eternal life through Christ. And the idea is his death on the cross or salvation for all. And that's the greatest gift. So his coming into the world is a miraculous thing in and of itself. The reason why he came and the purpose for why he came to provide the greatest gift, which is eternal life. That's that's why I titled that the greatest gift. For me, that has a profound and, and very personal uh, spiritual significance. Yeah, it's certainly a beautiful message and, and, yeah. and in itself a beautiful thing to think of. Do you have a favorite song on the album? Wow. <laughs> no, that would be really hard to do because each one is unique in and of itself, uh, and they kind of all blend together collectively as one. So that's what I've always liked about albums from way back in the 60s, even uh, the idea that you know all the songs correlate to one another. From song to song, there's different uh, instruments used. Hammer dulcimer, or the duduk, which is an Armenian wind instrument, uh, coupled with bass and a sitar from Iran. You know, there's just just unique colors and voices. There's pieces with piano and, of course, cello and guitar and world percussion. I couldn't say a particular favorite, though. A lot of our listeners probably became exposed to you from the Stars and Promises tour with mm-hmm. Peter Mayer. I was hoping you could tell us how you met Peter Mayer. Well, I knew Peter from back in St. Louis when he was uh, in a group called From This Moment On. I was familiar with both him and Jim. I'd hear Jim at, uh, I think it was a community college he was playing at, and he, I don't even think he was college age yet. <laughs> he was uh, in high school and was amazed by his playing. And so then I knew uh, Peter from the group, and I would go to a local pub and hear the group and, and hear them play and everything. But it was in the 90, oh, 97, I guess it was, and Jim was engineering uh, my early CDs and playing bass on them. I guess he had told Peter, hey, I'm working with this guy who plays Native American wood flutes and different things like that, and uh, you should check him out for the, you know, when they were starting to process the Stars and Promise idea, I guess. And so Pete got a hold of me, and, uh, you know, I was extremely, you know, happy to do that and everything. And, and that, again, was around the time when I was thinking about doing a Christmas project, so it was like perfect timing for that to get involved with something that was based on a Christmas theme. So speaking of Peter Mayer, what do you think of Peter? A great person. You know, consider him a friend, and I'm honored to you know have him as a friend. A fantastic musician, a very generous person, kind and and, and considerate. So it's a total honor to be able to be a part of the Stars and Promise thing, and any other projects that <laughs> come along that, that Pete asked me to uh, participate on, uh, be it the Beatles things or the Stirring Up the Water projects or anything. Yeah, it's just been a pleasure and an honor to uh, to get to meet him. You know, one thing is being able to play with these incredible musicians, but they're all great people and a lot of fun to be with. So uh, it's a win-win situation in every way. We're talking today with Mark Holland of Autumn's Child. I had a question about what your mission is as far as people hearing your music, either if they're listening to one of your records or if they're seeing you live. What is it that you hope people get out of that experience? Well, that's a real interesting question. I I think that first and foremost, I'm I'm just trying to create some music that I feel inside, that I hear inside, that I want to get out and I want to express how the Native American flute can be used. And it's always been my calling, I guess, with the Native American flute to show how it's versatile instrument, how it can be used with lots of different instruments and in different genres as well. And then it's rewarding to find out afterwards how people have used the music. Um, On my website, I have a page devoted to how people have told me how they've used the music. And some of it's very therapeutic and and very um, 
intense things and some's very fun and lighthearted. And so I've posted all these various ways. Um, but I think the you know the major things I'm just writing some music that that I hear the Native American flute being used and be it surrounded with different instruments to uh, showcase uh, colors and textures in the music. Trying to make the music. Uh, you know, it's going to be relaxing sounding in nature, but tempos are going to vary and uh, instrumentation is going to vary. So hopefully it's not getting to a place where in this type of music that I play um, sometimes gets uh, the negative uh, connotation. You know, it's kind of like boring or, or ele- elevator music or something to that nature. So I try to stay clear of falling into any of those kind of traps and things like that. I was wondering what Native American people that you've heard from, what they think about your playing of the Native American flute. Well, you mentioned Bill Miller earlier, and I've I gotten to perform with Bill a couple of times uh, live in concert, and um, we uh, he had, had me come up and we did some playing together. And, and he said some really nice things about my playing and stuff on stage and everything, so that was a real positive thing. I've never heard any anyone say anything negative. I think it's important that someone who's approaching the Native American flute, do a little research beforehand so that you know a little bit of the background so that when you're playing it, you're playing it in honor and respect of where it came from. My approach is to show the advancement of the Native American flute and where it can go in contemporary places. So I think as far as uh, American Indians being aware of what I'm doing and everything, I hopefully they uh, understand my purpose and my background, my reasoning for what I'm doing with the flute. This interview is taking place during the Stars and Promises tour, and I can't help but notice that you guys are playing a lot of dates back-to-back, day after day after day. Obviously, that's a lot of work, coupled with it being the holiday season. I was wondering, what is it that keeps you and the other musicians in the band motivated? I I think it's kind of what I touched on earlier. It's, uh, first of all, a love for the the music, a love for the season, what it's all about, um, celebrating Christmas and bringing joy to, to people hanging with great musicians and then enjoying the the people enjoying the musicians and you're just having fun so when it does get a little tedious everybody kind of reaches down and you know i i don't ever see anybody getting to the point of of fatigue taking over i guess that's kind of the thing that couples it and you're going from town to town and you're meeting new people and and people or or seeing old friends even that you've seen in, from past tours and so that's you know very refreshing and and fun to revisit that so i guess all of that together just kind of keeps things new and alive and and you don't try to dwell on things of you know things that could be deemed negative or whatever you know that could get in the way keeping it positive yeah how can the listeners out there get in touch with you or find out more about you? Well, the best way is uh, through my website, which is autumnschild.com. And through that, they can email me. It goes straight to me. On the website, there's uh, videos. There's uh, lots of sound samples. There's bio pages. There's um, you know various other information there that they could get. And so that's probably the best way to go about it. You mentioned earlier about what you thought the most important message of Christmas was. How do you think people out there can keep their eyes on what really Christmas is about? Well, that's a good question. I, you know, I, I can't speak for people in, in general other than 
if you're looking in the scriptures and stuff, you can you can find out what the truth is, what what it's all about, because the media is going to paint all kinds of other pictures, right? So right. that's a hard thing. I also like one of the things in one of Peter's songs about giving the gift away of yourself and everything, and I think that's a, a real strong thing as well as the central theme to Christmas is the, the additional thing of us giving, giving of our time, giving of ourselves. So I think all of that together is probably the best thing that people could think about. It's kind of like put yourself on the back burner, put others in front of you, think think highly of others. And, of course, that should be year-round and everything, sure. but especially at Christmas time because it is easy to get really bogged down with all the hubbub and, and stuff that's going on. So, Well, Mr. Holland, thank you so much for giving us oh, thank an you. interview. But before it. we go, the wonderful thing about technology is that this show is able to go out all over the world. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering what you, Mr. Mark Holland, would like to say to the world. Well, first of all, I'd like to say I'm thankful for the freedom that we have in this country for you to be able to broadcast throughout the world like this. And hopefully that'll always stay around. I just uh, invite everybody to come to my site, check out my music, a little bit more about what it is that I do. And, uh, you know, maybe they'd be interested in checking out some of the music online. They can purchase it there and also through cdbaby.com. There's other projects that I have that are coming up in the near future, a songbook of my music and another future album, not too distant future. And all that information will be on my website within, you know, the next month or so, actually. So do want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. You know, keep listening to music and keep loving on each other. Thank you so much. Thank you. And Merry Christmas to you and to all of our listeners out there. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Paul Leslie Hour. If you enjoy these interviews, please consider rating, reviewing, and subscribing to the podcast. You can help us by listening on the free Radio Public app. The show can also be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Player FM, or Overcast. For more information, visit thepaulleslie.com or follow on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, all at thepaulleslie. The Paul Leslie Hour theme song is performed and composed by Jeff Pike. Outro music is performed and composed by John Goodwin. See you next time on The Paul Leslie Hour.